0: Secrets from a coach. Thrive and maximise in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Debs. Laura,
1: how you You doing? I'm all right.
0: Yeah, good. Seems to be a lot of people in the UK right now are wearing pyjama bottoms as they work. This seems to be a key theme as the nights draw in and we get into winter.
1: With your fluffy slippers on, onto With the your table. With fluffy
0: slippers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in fact, I've started re-wearing shoes back when I'm in work mode, which is what I started right at the start of this back in March, April.
1: Yeah, it was and, actually.
0: Yeah. And I hadn't realised how, although that seemingly tiny little habit, how I'd let that slip how potentially that was starting to let my sort of standards slip. So I have noticed my time management has got better since wearing shoes again, rather than slippers. (laughs) I love Um, it. Yeah. So and the title of this one is Dealing with um, Setbacks and Uncertainty. So as ever, we'll try and mix it between a bit of storytelling and some practical tips. So what is going on? What have you picked up from all the hundreds of conversations that between us we've had this week? What for you is picking up as a key trend in terms of handling setback?
1: Yeah, I think um, the one thing that's coming through, I think certainly this week, um, there seem to be themes that come through on this. This one is about overworking um, and not differentiating between um, work and home life. So they're in the same house and in the same room, but they just keep working. Um, so that you know, they forget that before they had a commute to do. So they get up, leave the house, get in the car, whatever, get to the office, do work, come back home again. Because that bit's missing, um, they're just merging their home life and their personal life and their work life and everything else is just merging into one big blur. So they feel like there's a sense of being overworked. All I'm doing is work. I'm not switching off. Um, and that seems to be what's coming through this. You know, certainly with the people I've spoken to this week mm. um, has been that feeling that all they're doing is working.
0: What impact do you think what we wear while we work has? Crazy as that sounds. Yeah. But what impact does that have? Because no one can see what I'm wearing <laughs> if I'm working remotely and it's just Um, messaging and phone calls yeah Um, so what impact are you sort of uh, hearing that that has on people's level of professionalism for example
1: yeah I think I think that's a big thing so you know if you're getting out of bed and you're in your pajamas and you come to your desk If you're ready to work and sit in your pajamas all day, um, it just does have a it does have an impact on your thinking and how you're feeling. Whilst initially it might feel all nice and cozy and very comfortable over time, it just puts you into a bit of a fog and a little bit of a meh approach because it's you're not on it you're not um ready for work Mm. um you haven't sort of got up and and had a a ritual or a a session where you think right I'm going to get up clean my teeth put my clothes on that are work related clothes rather than just sit around in my pajamas all day um because then you're ready you know you're professionally Mm. ready to go to work so you've got a bit like Um, your work mode so therefore I'm ready to uh, I'm dressed for the occasion I'll put my shoes on if I need to Um, Mm. and I look the part which means I will feel the part as well so I'll feel ready and more able to deal with whatever my work is bringing to me Um, and then if somebody suddenly rings up and says can you jump on a zoom call or can you jump on a team's call you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm still in my like onesie um, and I haven't got any makeup on, I haven't done my hair, I haven't got, you know, whatever. And then mm. that's really unprofessional. If you're suddenly going to go, oh, ah, you know, I'm not ready for what could be coming. So it then impacts on your um, your mental well-being as well, because you then maybe beat yourself up and say, God, I knew I should have got up and got dressed this morning. I've just been caught out. What are they going to think of me? You know, the impact that that can have on how they feel about themselves will be very different um, and have a massive impact, I think, on how they feel about the world of work.
0: Yeah. They've just got to be ready. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating what you're saying about being kind of caught out as opposed to feeling top of your game and how that might then kind of have a knock on effect. I also think as well, I hadn't quite realised the power of what you wear at work is almost like a uniform. So there are things that I would wear to go to work. And then that almost means that you've got your resilience high because you're in professional mode. And it's yeah. not sort of the real me. It's the work version of me. But actually, what I'm picking up from conversations conversation I've been having this week is setbacks can hurt harder when you're sitting there in your own bedroom dealing with that customer client interaction mm. without the typical traditional protective buffers of I'm wearing my work clothes. And in yep. a work office, if you're just sitting there wearing your casual, personal home clothes you're going to take any conflict very personally yeah. because you're at home, which is the most personal place for any of us to be. So I think what I'm finding really fascinating about this, Debs, is, you know, the book wasn't written from this. There's been no change management, no transformational plan. No business in the world would have tipped all of their people into remote-based, potentially isolated working, yeah. you know, without there being clear kind of um, transformation, you know, plans sort of put in place. Yeah, And I guess this is the difference between remote working... Which, when I first heard about remote working this time last year or whatever, you know, is people working from a Costa cafe. It yes. was working from the beach. You know, remote working was working somewhere exciting. I don't think I'd ever imagined that remote working would mean millions of people sitting there next to the washing machine trying yes. to trying to work and get a wi-fi signal it's not as glamorous i think as maybe remote working before it became reality was and so it's you know i I think in terms of setbacks and handling challenges it's very difficult to keep professional when you are literally in the most personal place in the world which is your home dealing with all of this
1: and i think going on from that lord just to um check it it has a massive impact on your self-esteem as well um so if you're not you know, um, sort of ready, prepared on your top of your game, as you said, um, and something goes awry or you get some angry customer or somebody that's not in a good place, that's emailing you, you know, in big capital letters, very loudly type thing. You know, it sort of makes you sort of go a bit smaller. And that that bit that doesn't help. Um, So it has that. But if you put if you had your uniform on, as you said, it's a bit like, you know, Captain America and his personal shield. I always say that to people, um, certainly in coaching, if they're taking on so much stuff, it's actually sometimes we just need to put our protective shield up. um, And that is our uniform, our work uniform, even, which is, you know, can be really powerful and massively impacts on therefore how we're going to be in that moment knowing I'm in work mode and I'm protected to some extent so I can therefore deal with it. So therefore, I'm good enough and I'm great at what I do. So therefore, my self-worth is raised and I know I'm contributing and I know I'm making a difference.
0: So give us some top tips. What are you hearing back from your clients that is actually helping them to have more of a delineation, however artificial between home version and work version which not only is that a win for the professional aspect of you in terms of a job but actually what we discovered is it really impacts your it really protects your self-esteem and sense of self-worth yeah. otherwise work it just dominates everything that we're kind of doing and what's the phrase we cover familiarity breeds contempt yes if all you've got going on in your life is work that's the only thing you're thinking about from the start of the day you're wearing the same clothes to go to bed in to go to work in then where's the cutoff point to be able to switch off to then enjoy life um and you know loads of us enjoy our work but that's where familiarity breeds contempt isn't it is that all you've got going on the variety goes so give us some practical tips for anyone listening thinking yep i need to get some delineation back in again between that version and that part yeah. of me, what would you say?
1: So I think I'm going to pull out um, one of your brilliant tools that you shared with me many moons ago, which was your 21 packets of time. I've used that this week with a couple of people to get them thinking about how do they structure their day? So they start with the right intent. They create action that gives them motivation as well. They can adapt to anything that's coming so they can have their you know 21 packets of time. So Monday to Sunday, they've got it Not too rigid, but they know that in the morning I'm going to get up, I'm going to get ready, put my uniform on and I'm going to work. And then they have breaks throughout the day that they've scheduled in that enable them, especially in this weather, to get out during the day. Um, So they're not at their desk nine till five because the people need to get out as well to get fresh air and stuff like that. And then having a, a bit of a, a ritual, if you like, that says I will get up from my desk or wherever I'm working and, and I might just walk over to the window because some people are working in, you know, one bedroom flats. Mm. Um, and all you know so they haven't maybe got a lovely grand garden that they can or a forest like I've got that they can wander into. So even just changing your state, um, getting up moving to the window, having a look out there, having a cup of tea on a different chair, you know, things like that that break up the monotony of just sitting stuck at your table.
0: So it's how to convert monotony... To momentum. And we might not have had to think so tactically about this, I guess, before, because life would have thrown us that, you know, yeah. kind of with it. Uh, I love the fact that on oh, the carousel of content, that old pony, 21 pack of time, still circling around. <laughs> <laughs> it's had a bit of a paint re job, I tell you what, to uh to uh fit the need for 2020, but it's spot on. Never have we had to have yeah. so much self accountability, which actually chimes in nicely with what the World Economic Forum are saying is that by the mid 2020, one of the key skills to thrive in professional career will be the ability to manage ourselves. That's self-management. Yes. And um, unwanted as for many of us this might have been, actually, this season coming into remote-based, home-based work winter, capture what am I learning? What are the things that help protect me to bring out my professional best self? Because that might be, this might be the first of many winters, whether there's a pandemic or not, where actually we might be solo working as remote teams, Mm. being able to deliver great service, great sales, whatever our kind of roles are. So um, I think by treating this as a ongoing learning, this is going to pay dividends in the future. Because the research is suggesting being able to manage yourself without being watched is likely to be one of those ongoing, ongoing skills in the future what was that stat we picked up um Deloitte and Touche believe that by the mid-2020s, or by 2025, 50% of the world's workforce will be working as a gig employee. Yes. So um, uh, working for themselves, you know, in a much sort of freer kind of way. Yeah. Um, and without getting overly political about it, probably the government would be quite happy about that as well because <laughs> you can't furlough gig employees, <laughs> you know? So we're yes. probably looking at a trend towards people having to be very independent, yeah, very um self-managing. And so um although it might not come naturally and this might not have been our chosen way of working, actually it is what it is. And from that actually might be some really useful skills we pick up that are good for the next decade.
1: Definitely. And I think it's um being able to be ready for that, Law, and um, you know, making sure that I might have to reinvent myself. So, you know, and be ready for whatever it's gonna um whatever's gonna come my way. And I suppose you know, just checking back in with yourself about, you know, what's my purpose now? You know, what's my intent? Um, How am I going to be today to get through whatever it is I'm going to get through? So there's there's a process of checking back in with yourself to think, yeah, today I'm going to be professional or today I'm going to, be productive or I'm going to be reinventive, creative, whatever it might be, but to set up your day for success. So you don't feel a bit flat and a bit meh. It's that bit that says, yeah, how am I going to be today? What's my intent? You know, what are the two or three things that are on my to-do list that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to achieve by the end of today so that when I come out of work mode and and transform into home mode, um, Mm. I just know I've done a great job and um, I've left my work where it should be.
0: Yeah. And Deb's just checking in how we speak to each other in the morning as we get up. Does that have an impact over our day?
1: massively massively around that because if you if you like get out the wrong side of the bed as always people say i i sometimes say well that's great but there is another side to that bed you could have got out of you know and even if it's somebody one very clever person once and quipped and said yeah but my bed's up against a wall and i want we'll just get out of the bottom of it then yeah there's (laughs) um because it really has a massive impact how you set yourself up for each day definitely and i think um just where we're at now, because it's so different. Where we're not maybe checking in with people and people maybe lifting our energy up, it's maybe taking a check in, like you know, halfway through the morning or halfway at lunchtime, whatever that might be, and just check in with yourself, you know, and say, Well, how am I feeling? What am I thinking? Um, so that I can that old chestnut, then, that old check <laughs> <is> back. <laughs> People will recognise that. Yeah, thinking? How And another feeling? pony comes yeah. around on the carousel. <laughs> it's, it's back again. It's had its, <laughs> it's had its fill for you. Feed and nosh, and it's back around again. It's going. I'm back. Um, but I think it's that bit that says just check in with yourself. Just make sure that you are in your best place possible um and if you have had a particularly crazy call or crazy email it's then as we you know we've spoken about before it's having like a a buddy like maybe somebody you could just reach out to and have a phone call and say oh yeah, i've had a real difficult thing so making sure you are connected with different people that will be there to support you So I'm loving this because I think if it's about
0: having a professional mindset, your professional uniform has to match that. Otherwise, there's a and particularly in winter. That means that, you know, winter as always is a little bit sort of more formal. And I think for anyone that is out there feeling like they're taking work very personally at the moment Mm. and it's dominating their uh, life, just have a think about, is there an opportunity to get a little bit more discipline about my habits, what I'm wearing? So there's a work version of me and there's a home version of me, even if that is the same geographical location yeah. but what can I do to however artificial it is create some kind of delineation I think maybe we've underestimated up until now the power of business dress and business uniform not only does it make you look good to others yeah. but that might not be so important now as they can't see you but it's that self-esteem of where am I at in my life
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't expect to be wearing slippers at Tuesday <laughs> at two o'clock <laughs> get your shoes on yeah,
1: get so shoes getting on. suited
0: and booted <laughs> power of a uniform and if you want to get into professional mindset you've got to get your body whole body into that so then you're kind of feeling like you're on it yeah um so what would be a final call that you would say for anyone that's finding themselves getting a little bit impacted by the setbacks and the uncertainty what would be your challenge to them this week
1: oh good one so my challenge to them this week would be to set an action set an intent every morning about what is it you're going to achieve by the end of the day. So if you, it doesn't matter what comes in throughout the day, have maybe one thing that they're going to be doing that they can look back at that day when they move from work to home mode, and go yeah I smashed that I achieved that one thing it doesn't have to be massive it can be really small um, but it's something that they can put a massive tick through on their to-do list or give yourself a gold star or whatever it might be as recognition of what you have achieved
0: yeah I had an apple instead of half a packet of custard creams yes yes (laughs) Yes, smashing it best life (laughs) <laughs> right devs well that was really useful thank you so much and um love you see you, love next you too
1: one. see you at the next one
0: bye. bye secrets from a coach brought to you by debbie green of wishfish and laura thompson of phenomenal training we'd love to hear from you email us at info at wishfish.org.uk